This episode is brought to you by Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, home plate sports cards of Oskaloosa, Wayland State Bank, Henshaw Trailer Sales, McDonald's Boneyard, R&B Breaks Facebook page, B&B Propane, and Elsie'sKitchen.net. Well, we have Andy Kressinger of the Southeast Iowa Union uh, to get us a little scoreboard show here to, to let uh, uh, everybody know what happened last night and uh, what the matchups at the state's going to be. Welcome to the program, Andy. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, you were, uh, let's start with the game you were at last night. Yeah, I was at a, a community field in Burlington, not exactly the most neutral site for uh, uh, Notre Dame versus Hillcrest Academy in the uh, Class 1A um, sub-state final there. I think it was sub-state five, maybe. Uh, and it was a 4-3 Notre Dame. Uh, there was a, the story of the day was was uh, getting the bases loaded with nobody out because that happened on three different occasions. Uh, Notre Dame did it in the first and second inning, only got three runs out of it. Seth Hours pitched really well for Hillcrest, I thought. But, I mean, they uh, the Nikes loaded him in the first uh, without the ball ever getting into the outfield, and they loaded him in the second without the ball ever getting into the outfield. <laughs> so just a lot of, you know, kind of lucky bounces, some, some really – uh, a couple of tough uh, defensive plays for Hillcrest, but uh, ours got out of the first one uh, with no damage, and then the second one, uh, a squeeze play and, a, and an error uh, cost him uh, three runs. So it was 3-0 Notre Dame until the fifth. Notre Dame uh, got a couple nice hits in the uh, bottom of the fifth to make it 4-0. And then finally in the sixth, uh, Hillcrest Academy loaded them on infield singles, much like Notre Dame did earlier in the game. Uh, must be something about community field with the infield singles, because there was a lot of that. Uh, Mason Mason Bender got hit by the pitch, uh, which brought in a run, and then Liam Schrock, their leadoff batter, uh, hit what was ruled an error on the first base. I thought was I would have ruled it a uh, a two run single uh, myself, uh, but uh, that that brought it to four to three. But Hillcrest couldn't quite. Couldn't quite uh, get it going past that. Uh, Hillcrest actually had one on with nobody out in the seventh down one, and uh, Notre Dame turned a really nice. Uh, it was a grounder to third base, and they they got it around the horn for a double play, and then there was a line out right after that. So it was uh, so Hillcrest kind of had the hits that it seemed like it might have needed late in the game, but Hillcrest, uh, but Notre Dame's defense kind of clutched up towards the end. So uh, the Notre Dame Nikes off to the state tournament. Well, the Notre Dame Nikes are the only. Uh... Uh, uh, highly ranked team uh, uh, that was able to advance from Southeast Iowa or the, yeah. let's just call it the round guy radio family. Uh, I guess if you include that Linville Soy did, but that's not in the same bracket there. But uh, yeah. Uh, um, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, haven't got to see uh, the Nikes uh, this year. I did get to see them in the playoffs a lot last year. Uh, they're pretty exciting team. They have really good pitching and defense. That, that's the big thing is that they've, they've been able to, uh, keep a lot of teams pretty low. Um, you know, they for the last few years they've had pretty good pitching and defense. It's just that they've ran in to New London. You know, New London the last couple of years has basically had a college uh, um, quality uh, lineup, <laughs> and so so yeah, they they they've got some shutdown pitchers. They'll have plenty of arms. Uh, they play um, in the one A state tournament. They got the four seed. So three three uh, of the class one seeds above them because Notre Dame was ranked eighth. Uh, we're able to win, but they will play at 1:30 on Monday against Lisbon. Not not exactly a 
uh, to unfamiliar uh, territory, a, a fairly local team. And so they got the four seed, and the winner of that will play uh, either top seed of Kingsley Pearson or South Winnesheek. And on the other side, you got Rims and St. Mary's against St. Ansgar. And then there's Linville. So he gets Galen Catholic in the, uh, I believe that would be the 2 7 game that Linville's in. So okay. uh, you possibly see Notre Dame and Linville play if they if they went out. Well, that's kind of outstanding uh, um, that we got two two Round Guy Radio family teams in there. Uh, uh, Burlington Notre Dame uh, uh, has really had an exciting season. Well, uh, what other scores do we got here? Well, the game you were at, you know, the uh, uh, that was actually another four. No, that was a six to four game. Sorry, both both games went into the seventh four three. But uh, you were at that uh, Van Buren County Mid Prairie game, which it just sounds like it was a pretty wild game, huh? It was a thrill a minute, is what it was. Uh, a, a couple different uh, changes of uh, uh, leads there, but it was uh, it was a real exciting game. That was for sure. Uh, you know, it was. It all came down to. Uh, it all came down to Isaac Leffler hitting a two-out hit, driving yeah. a couple runs to put him up top, and then he was able to get another run to kind of get a little icing. Uh, they were down four to three going into the seventh, and they brought in uh, Beam Alex Beam to pitch, and he was struggling to stay in the strike zone. He hit a guy, he walked a guy, and it just ain't the way you want to start off uh, uh, an inning when you're trying to shut it down. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's usually, a, especially in the playoffs, that's usually cause for uh, trouble, especially when you're going against a really good lineup like uh, Van Buren County's. Well, both teams used three different pitchers. Uh, uh, Colin Miller started. Uh, they got uh, a couple of runs off of him, I think. But uh, then uh, uh, they brought in the left-hander, Brady. And I see he seemed to get through pretty un- unscathed. But then uh, they're trying to hold the lead. They brought in Alex Bean, and uh, uh, they scored three runs on him to get themselves a two-run lead. And then uh, Jackson Manning came in, and I hadn't seen him pitch all year long, but he's pretty talented. Uh-huh. Uh, he got an out, then he hit uh, uh, his co-shortstop uh, partner there, Jason Grout, uh, who got on and got down to second base, but he was able to, to finish it off. Uh, I, to me, the, the, the real enjoyment of the game was watching the shortstops. Jason Grout and Jackson Manning just make – one killer play after another after another. You know, when you see a high school game, it's not uncommon to see two or three balls booted or, you know, an air here and there. But, boy, wasn't, a, wasn't much of that. Wasn't uh, maybe one uh, uh, less than heads up play by uh, Van Buren. Um, but, man, uh, the outfielders run down the balls. The infielders run down the balls. The line drives, they were sticking their gloves out and getting a gl- some leather on those. It was it was just a tremendous game between two tremendous teams. Uh, you know, the, the only thing, uh, uh, I just cannot believe that Van Buren County, with only three losses in the whole season, never got one vote yeah. for, for the top well, ten. And then they knock off the number two team in this state. Yeah, well, and I, back to that, the Carson Grout and Jackson Manning, I think if, if you were to just take all the players that we cover at the Union and rank them on, you know, offensive skill and defensive skill combined – I wouldn't be surprised if Manning and Grout were one and two. Uh, they, they, they're. I, I can't think off the top of my head that someone that kind of matches up to what they can both do offensively and defensively, and they both pitch really well. Uh, you know, Grout hasn't been able to pitch this this year, and Manning's more of a closer. But pretty much every facet of of baseball, those guys uh, are two of our top guys. So no, and then especially defensively at shortstop, I think that they have an edge on about anybody I've seen this year. Um, 
I really like Ethan Patterson for Washington too. They didn't get a lot, uh, as many wins, but um, but those two are really, really good defensively at shortstop. Well, that, and it's that t- carry a long ways in a game. You know, uh-huh. the shortstops can go to the right like those guys too. That's what great shortstops do. They can go to their right and then have an arm strength to get the ball uh, over to first. And that's I don't know. I don't know if ten percent of uh, uh, all the shortstops in the world can do that. To be honest. Yeah. Well, and then uh, you know, Jackson Manning played a few. Uh, had a few uh, highlight reel plays against Meepo. One of them kind of got taken away when he. Uh, they had that one up the middle. He dove for it. He swiped the bag with his glove and then threw over to first. That should have been a double play, but they uh, they said he they kind of missed him hitting the bag. I think is what what happened. I don't think they realized that he touched it with his glove. Uh, but that was one of the more impressive plays I've seen this year. One of the more impressive play. pictures I've ever seen you take was a picture of Jackson Manning against Meepo uh, on his knees throwing a ball to first base where he nipped the runner. Uh, that may have been the highlight reel of the whole season, to be honest. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and he's even barely on his knees because he, he kind of threw it almost from his, uh, I guess, like his thighs. He, he, was, he was kind of uh, half laying down when he made that throw. I was really surprised. Uh, I couldn't believe he made that play. Yeah, that was that was pretty wild. Well, he got some hits too, and he got some RBI. Got a couple more. Drove in a couple big runs. Uh, two of their first three runs, Jackson drove in with a double. He's uh, uh, uh he let off the game in the first inning. He had a nice double and, and got over to third base. They weren't able to push him across, but uh, uh, it was a great game. But Isaac Leffler turned out to be the uh, uh, hero of the game uh, uh, as. You know, it just it, it's like everybody's got that Jason Grout or Jackson Manning or or Colin Miller or or Taylor Sprouse. Everybody's got that guy, you know. Yeah. But it's the it's the the sixth or seventh guy down there. Can they match up? Can they contribute? You know, because without without those guys, you really can't uh, really advance and win in big games, can you? Yeah, I agree. And it's been a, you know, Lucas Fett was the was the kid who had the big hit. Lucas Boba Fett, you mean? Yeah, yeah, Lucas Boba Fett. He's a bounty hunter, you know. Former Harmony kid, by the way. I just realized because I was talking about Van Buren County with my wife. He used to teach at Harmony, and uh, she she still knows all the kids that that now go to Van Buren County that originally came from Harmony. So I didn't realize that the Fets were Harmony kids, but um, but uh, that's extra props for them. Um, but um, yeah, I the li- and if the lineup is hitting that well, oh wait, did I lose you? No, I'm here. Oh, sorry. I heard a little ding on my phone. I thought it was the hang-up ding. Uh, if the lineup is hitting that well, you know, Van Buren County will have – everyone has fresh arms going into um, the state tournament, and uh, and Van Buren County has, has plenty uh, on that end. So they will be playing, by the way, um, also one thirty game, 24 hours later after Notre Dame plays. Van Buren County plays in the 2A tournament against West Lyon, who also has only lost two – uh, games. It's actually a matchup of the two teams that have lost the least amount of games, um, and the winner of that will play either Beckman Catholic, who's the number one seed now, or Pella Christian, who knocked off uh, number one Van Meter last night. Uh, a lot of the ranked two-way teams went down last night. Yeah, uh, the number one team got beat by an area team, uh, Pella Christian, two to one yeah. in ten innings. Did you hear anything about that game? Uh, yeah, I was following it. Uh, Pella Christian's pitcher, I don't think, gave up a run until extra innings, so they must have, or a hit until extra innings. So I think that Van Meter had uh, one run that wasn't even, that had, they didn't get a hit to get to. But Pella Christian being the eight seed in that bracket still, 
it's kind of like basketball where Pella Christian never plays teams that are its own size. They always play the 4A teams and the 3A teams that are in the little Hawkeye. So that's a really bad matchup. If I was Beckman Catholic, I wouldn't be super comfortable with playing against Pella Christian, especially after they just beat the number one. And Pella, like the kid that, that threw for Pella Christian will probably throw against Beckman. Uh, and so I don't know how good their number two guy is, but if I'm being Buren County, I'm hoping that he uses all his pitches and they upset Beckman Catholic, and then they got and then Pella Christian's got to play him without their without their ace because if a kid can uh, basically no hit the number one team in the state, you know he can throw some uh, some heat and probably probably got some pretty good pitches. Well, their number one guy is named Westerkamp, and uh, I've seen him pitch against uh, Sigourney, and uh, he has some serious velocity. I mean, he really brings the ball up there. Uh, uh, so uh, I'm not surprised it was tough to hit off of him. And that, uh, I don't know, Pell Christian Eagles, they, they did it with the basketball thing. They just kept winning games they weren't supposed to win. And, uh-huh. and they just kept kept moving on and advancing and advancing and advancing. It was pretty exciting. A uh, uh, lot of, you know, they're in the Round Guy Radio family, uh, as is Linville Sully, as in, Notre Dame, uh, uh, Burlington, Notre Dame, as is uh, Van Buren. Uh, we've got a lot. We we got a lot of uh, uh, teams in this part of the state uh, going to represent. What do you think about that? That's good. You know, I the only. Uh, well, I was going to say the only argument I make is that I wish that they were playing uh, in Iowa City, where the three A four A teams are, because it's a lot less to drive. But I will say that Carroll is one of the nicest places to host. State, as uh, Mid Prairie fans would, would remember this, and New London fans remember this from the last couple of years. But um, the way that Carol does it, when you get there, just the field and, and the the workers there, and you show up, and there's plenty of parking. And even if you're a little bit far away from the prime parking, you park, and somebody rolls up on a on a golf cart because they have people shuttling people around, and they're just they're pick you up from your car and take you to the gate. Uh, and you know, they just, uh, they do a really, really, really good job. I think they really want to keep the state tournament over there because I've been really impressed both years with, uh, with just Carol and the town and the hospitality and just, they've, they've worked it pretty well. Uh, there was, there was a little issue with the umpiring a couple of years ago when New London, uh, uh, I don't remember, don't know if you remember when all that happened, but, uh, other than that, Carol's been a pretty perfect place. Uh, to host uh, state baseball. Yeah. I've heard they got a lot of nice facilities and, uh, 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 they do a great job of hosting, uh, although I wish it wasn't a four-hour drive away. Yeah, it's, it's a long, and, and even when you think you're getting there, there's like a, a, a basically a barren wasteland for like the last 30 minutes before you get to Carroll to where you start to think, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to get there, and then finally you look over a hill and there's there's the town. Well, that, that's good to know. Well, I got some breaking news, if you can handle it. All right. Round Guy Radio is uh, uh, in protest of the fees that you have to pay to watch the games, is going <laughs> to go up there and give you uh, 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 an opportunity to hear the games free. As uh, Round Guy Radio is going to go up there. And uh, I got the room for Monday night, so maybe I can go up there and, and see the Burlington-Notre Dame game and then call the Pella Christian game and then call the uh, 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 Van Buren game. And then uh, uh, head back home for my grandson's birthday, uh, which is Wednesday. Oh, uh, that's yeah, that would be a lot of that's good. You know, I I went last year and New London played on Monday and Mid Prairie played on Tuesday, and so I stayed to watch just a game that I didn't cover, that I didn't care about, that I didn't have to take stats for or take pictures or whatever. 
And uh, that was really nice, actually. That was super fun. So that was one of my highlights of the whole trip. Well, how uh, one bad you... thing is, though, if you're trying to get food from the restaurants, they don't uh, do carryouts or deliveries uh, because they're so packed. You know, Carroll isn't that big of a city. And so uh, so with all the state baseball, they're like, no, we're not doing it. We got enough business. Well, they uh, may have to bring the cooler of, of sandwiches or, or something to get through. That's good to know. Yeah. Uh, as I'm going to be kind of a virgin up there. Uh, well, it's been a long time since I've been a virgin at anything, to be honest with you. But uh, uh, we will uh, uh, hopefully get up there and enjoy all that. Do you, do you got to get press credentials or anything to uh, uh, get into those games? Or Yeah, I was going to tell you. I was actually going to tell you uh, off, off uh, audio, but you might have to call. You might have to look at the, the radio credentials there, too, because they might because they get pretty they get pretty stingy about that kind of stuff. I'm just a newspaper guy, so all I have to do is fill out the little thing, and I tell them that I don't need any any place to sit, and then I'll just sit in the stands or on the sidelines and take pictures, and there, whatever. But the radio, uh, the radio, there might be some radio fees there, so you might have to deal with the brass on that one. Well, I don't, I don't do it live. You yeah, know? I guess that's true. I don't do it that live, might, and I don't need to, difference. you know. They were giving me a hard time in the tumble last night, too. And I just finally told them, look, I don't need to be in the press box. I don't need electricity. And I don't need uh, internet or nothing. I got it all. And I don't need nothing from you. And then finally, yeah. they let me in. Uh, that, yeah, that might be a pretty uh, pretty, pretty big uh, pretty convincing argument. But I do know I think of the broadcast. state tournament. And perhaps I could talk to some of these coaches. And maybe they can uh, put me on some kind of a list or something. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, it's it's uh, either way. Once you get there, it's a uh, it's a really cool um, it's a really cool place. But yeah, anybody who's not there that wants to watch it, of course, you have to stink and pay. You know, not not quite the gas, not quite as much as you'd pay for gas money to get there. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's like what, like fifteen bucks or something crazy like that to watch the to watch, Like if I wanted to watch the two A tournament. Well, we'll and, uh, hopefully we'll get all that worked out because I need to save every dime I can because it's going to cost me a bunch of money to get up there and back. But uh, Yeah, plus you need money. You still need some money left over for that birthday present. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we've already got that squared away. i got a great grandson, and I really love uh, spending time with him, and he'll be 12 years old. Uh, so Ooh. it'll be time for him to get a job, get married, move out, I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, he's getting a little, yeah, that's true. Pretty, pretty soon. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, any any other scores or anything that we didn't get to talk about? No, I, there's some games tonight, but I mean, our we our uh, Southeast Iowa Union is wiped out as far as baseball and softball. So three uh, A and four A. Uh, um, I do think Sigourney got uh, 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 in softball made the tournament, but how did Sigourney make it? I know that uh, Burlington. So Burlington didn't make it. West Burlington didn't make it. Those were the two teams that had knocked out uh, a few of our teams, and then. Uh, yeah, Fair, Fairfield Fairfield got knocked out by West Burlington. Washington got knocked out by by uh, Assumption and Mount Pleasant's out. Keokuk's out, so I don't think we got much going on softball. There's only eight teams uh, in the whole state in each class that's uh, uh, left, and we'll. Yeah. But we got three of those uh, uh, sixteen, I guess, in one A, and uh, actually we got four teams, don't we? Yeah, we got four teams. Uh, two and two and one A, and and. Uh, Two and two way. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's uh, fourth of the teams. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Andy. Anything else before I let you go? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. This has been the thanks. Scoreboard Show here on Round Guy Radio. Our special guest from the Southeast Iowa Union, Andy Kretzner.